you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky together again. Buck, how you doing, my friend? Man, I'm great, DJ. I'm great. Had a great weekend. Ready to get going. Talk about some of these defensive tackles that we're going to draft today and you know, all things football, we, we're, we're kind of in that weird stretch, right? We got minicamp on the horizon, but we know some teams are going to cancel minicamp. And then there's this long break in the run-up to training camp. So we're we're almost there. It's almost like having senioritis, where you're ready to go on vacation for a little bit, but then you're ready to ramp back up and get football started. Yeah, you're kind of excited to see your friends again. Um, we have uh, some, some ground to cover today I'm looking forward to. We're going to talk, you mentioned, on defensive tackles. We'll have our defensive tackle draft for the 2023 season. We'll keep that series alive if you've missed any of the previous uh, episodes we took care of the offense so you can go back and look at that uh check those out so we're going to do defensive tackles today 
Um, we're also going to do hits and misses on the 2019 draft. So I like to read a couple reports I got right, some that I got wrong. Uh, let Bucky and you listen along, see if you can figure out who it is. Uh, so we'll cover that ground as well. We're also going to touch on what we forgot, what I forgot to bring up last week, which was that article on Aaron Rodgers and the athletic. Uh, so we'll hit on that in just a moment. But before we get started, Buck, I got something I want to share with you, but I got to get up and get it real quick. Hold on one second. <laughs> so we we like success. We like to be champions right here. That's what we yes. pride ourselves on here on the podcast. So uh, Buck played in a uh, my first scramble golf tournament. Okay uh with three buddies mind you they're they're good one of them is phenomenal like he's mm-hmm. an unbelievable golfer um i think there was maybe i think there was 20 teams maybe in this in this scramble tournament. yeah you just play best ball or scramble pure scramble so you're just taking the best yeah. shot that's cool I, I think buck is the worst i've played they basically play with three guys i think i contributed three or four shots the entire tournament terrible that's, but at that's the part end of being of, a team. But, but at the end of the day, Buck. Oh, come on. We get trophies. Come on. Come on. <laughs> it's the first trophy I've gotten in 20 years. I'm like, uh, come on, look at this thing. I was like, I'll, I'll drink Gatorade out of this thing later. Come on now. I love it. I mean, we got free. I love it. Free balls. Like, they gave us uh, a golf, like uh, a all-weather shirt, you know, like one of those. They gave oh, us so a beanie. You know uh, what? I now know my guy is now going to be the king of the scramble. My guy, oh, yeah, I did like, nothing. Oh, oh, I'm the king of the scramble. Let me bring my team. You know how uh, <laughs> when we were younger, we used to play pickup, and yeah. you're like, oh, no, no, I got my five. I got my five. That's you when we're it good. comes to yeah. scramble. I'm hoping they don't call me out. I'm hoping they don't, because this is, these are my buddies I've known forever, go back to high school, one of which is my brother-in-law. And uh, so I've been playing, just picked it up over the last year. We've been playing, you know, try to play once a week. During draft season, you know, you go a month and a half, two months, yeah. we don't play at all. But I've gotten into it. But again, last week played the best I've ever played. This week, terrible. And I'm like, God, I hope they don't kick me out of this thing, man. They won in spite of me. Nah, you got to make that call. You got to make sure that you get them geared up. You can at least, yeah, yeah. You know, you really, you really got to make sure. Hey, guys, I think I think we should all wear the same color like Polo this week. I'm oh, gonna yeah. take care I, of it. That's, that's my contribution. It. That's that's <laughs> it. I gotta buy my gotta, way in to stay in this group. Yeah, I got the uniform. Hey, don't worry about it. Dress code. We're gonna wear all black. I got. I got some stuff for us. I had an idea, this and that. So, so it was for a really good cause. So it was like Convoy of Hope, but they help feed children and everything. Um, so it was a really good cause for the, for this tournament. But <laughs> as uh, if you knew these guys, you'd crack up laughing because they've won this tournament a couple times in the past. And this is the first time I got to play with them. But uh, so they they finish the tournament, then they have like kind of a meal. They've catered, you know, like barbecue, and they give out yeah. the awards and all that stuff, close to the pen, all that jazz, and then. Uh, so you have all this group of people there it's kind of on this lawn area and then the parking lots out there. So we met, the four of us met down the hill. Cause this was like kind of up in the mountains up in Ramona. So we met down the hill. We all pile in one car and in, in, in our buddy's truck and we, we go all the way up there and, and play in this thing. So he goes to get the truck. He comes back. And as we're getting in, mind you, all the people we just played in this tournament with are just finishing up this meal buck. He just blasts. DJ Khaled, all I do is <laughs> win. we get in the truck, windows down, and roll out of the car. I'm like, I don't know yeah. if they're going to invite us back. They might not That's invite funny. us back. But it's like, you know me as a Padre fan. It's like, I celebrate my victories, Buck. I celebrate Yo, you them. Got to. That's the I whole point. To. That's what Yeah, the whole point. The whole point of winning is being able to celebrate it. And then you get to a point where when you win so much, you're like, ah, we won again. But you haven't got to <laughs> I haven't got there. So, no, man, that's a, that's a part of it. That is, that is, that is funny. <laughs> 
I think I think the best part of it would have been if if you had been able to putt the last one to win it. So you would have been able to have the ceremonies. Hey, hey. So the last hole, uh, and it wasn't much. It was maybe a six or seven foot putt, but it doesn't I hit that, that that was the last birdie that we needed. Hit that putt. That was that was the end of it. So they're handed out, and we won by one stroke. So oh, of course, oh, wow. you know, in these in these tournaments, you always have the worst putter go first, and then you save your best guy for the last. So they get all the reads and all that kind of stuff. So I'm the first one. One of the other guys would have hit it. But so they're handing these things out. I'm like, guys, you realize I don't hit that putt. You know, <laughs> See, there's your value. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know. I, if maybe you guys would have made it. Maybe I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you guys would have done with that know. pressure. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was fun, man. Have you ever played one of those things the first time uh, yeah, outside no, of like a personnel department tournament that we would do? It yeah, no, best ball, best ball things are fun because it really takes all the pressure off of you. Actually, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun way to kind of play around because you don't have to one go do a whole bunch of looking for your ball. Or, oh, okay, my man's in the fairway, you get to play, you get all your shots in. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like a, I would say, a low pressure way to enjoy a round. So that's cool, man. That's great. Congrats. Yeah, that was, that's my golf. That's my golf story again. I mean, I would. The size of this thing? Are you kidding me? Like this is uh look at it even says here what the what we're doing here. See, we're we're uh hey, so all fun. we do is feed kids. We're just trying to feed kids. <laughs> feed feed chips kids. And feed kids. Uh, that's it. That's all we're doing. Uh, all right, man. Let's uh, let's get into this Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, this article came out last week. Um, he had some quotes in there talking to uh, uh gosh, the gentleman from the Athletic wrote it. It was actually a really really good article. So I encourage you go on the Athletic. You can find it on there. But Lots of quotes there from Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that anything surprised either one of us, but what was your takeaway from it? <laughs> He's a lot. And I know typically when you're dealing with a quarterback, you, you get a lot. And because quarterbacks have, um, I guess, a different status, a different standing on the team, you can kind of, you know, tolerate some different things. I, I found it interesting, like, what he desired. He wanted, like, more communication and all these things. He wanted to be a bigger part of, like the organization kind of have his opinion uh, carry a little weight. But then they would try and get in touch with him. <laughs> he wouldn't be available at times. And so bad look, service, man. man. Bad service. Bad service. So, so it just seems like a lot. And what I, what I can't understand is if you're Aaron Rodgers, um, I will say this, you moved on. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers was so insecure about the Jordan Love thing to me is striking. And it's striking because you would think a player who had accomplished all the things that he accomplished at that point, like, hey, man, you you get used to competing and competing at a level. But we've always said the quarterback room is different than any other room because, like, depending on the psyche of the starting quarterback, you have to pick the backup accordingly. Like, if you have an insecure starter, you can't bring in an alpha-type backup because that might not mix. So you may take a lesser player to make sure that you have harmony in the room. And it, it's just the only position that's like that because there's no other position where you stack and you make decisions and considerations uh, based on the lead dog. Most of the time you're like, no, we can get the best players. We can put them all in there. They'll figure it out. Quarterback, you can't do that. Yeah, first of all, that article, uh, Nabil reminded me here, was Matt Schneidman from uh, from The Athletic. So you can go check it out. Really interesting. A couple things here, Buck. I, I, I don't want to get carried away with analogies, but the, the one I was thinking of was Aaron Rodgers viewed the Jordan Love pick as them cheating on him. Like oh, that's yeah. that's how yeah. he viewed it. And so if you think about it from a relationship standpoint, 
Now it's like, okay, and they can talk about, well, the communication. And that's like saying, you know, well, you know, they just don't, I don't, you know, I don't, we didn't go see the kind of movies I wanted to watch. And yeah. they didn't open the door for me when we went places. Like, no, no, they cheated on you and you never got over it. And it was never going to work. The trust yeah, was gone. The trust, and yeah, the, the trust to me, that was the only, and we've said, we talked about this a bunch, but the only mistake that I would say that Green Bay made, the only one was I thought, two weeks before the draft, a month before the draft is you just Can't place the phone call and you just say, Hey, look, man, I don't, I don't think this is going to happen the way it would fall, but there's two or three quarterbacks. We like the assumption is they're going to be long gone, but I mean, Hey, we have to look after the long-term future just as we did you mm-hmm. know, when we select you. So, Hey, Aaron, I don't think it'll happen, but there's a chance if one of those guys gets in our range that we would take them, but we want to make sure we gave you the, you know, the, heads up. The, the heads up the heads up on that that's it that's the only thing i would say they should have done differently but this whole thing about well they should have facetimed me instead of called me and then i got back to them within a couple days and they didn't call me back that's it was all the relationship was over like there was nothing they yeah, no, no, to repair. no the, tr- the trust the trust is everything like um man late gunther cunningham my defense coordinator in kansas city used to always talk about teams have to have high levels of trust and communication to play play well to play at a high level and so and that relationship with Aaron Rodgers, he lost the trust because they didn't clearly communicate with him. Now, regardless of whether he would have liked what they said, he always would have been able to say, well, at least they told me. And I think mm-hmm. that's the part of it that you want to know going in. Because then you can make your own decision. Like, okay, well, at least they told me up front that here's what we got. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers should have given how he had to live it. He should have known that at some yeah. point around that, that age, they're going to take a quarterback. You know, like that's the franchise has been, look, a a viable contender for the last 30 years because they've always had a quarterback. And the number one job of the general manager is to look out for the long term interests of the franchise with Aaron Rodgers at the time. He was hitting 37. He was coming off a year that wasn't one of his best years. I think we talked about it was like 26 touchdowns, only four interceptions, but he wasn't what he had been. And so your management, you're saying, hey, man, this might be the beginning of the end. Let's go and get a quarterback if we like one. And so that's what they did. And they were able to park Jordan Love on the bench for a couple seasons. And now they get a chance to do it. And Aaron Rodgers has gone on to the Jets. Um, I'm, I'm writing all these down as we're kind of um, look, looking at this. And this is what I've come up with. You know, I always like to try and make some words mixed together here and see if we can figure it out. So here's what I came up with, Buck. You ready? Motivate. Educate elevate mm. and uh, oh wait sorry motivate educate uh eliminate elevate so here's what they did here's what the packers did this is why i think this worked out as beautifully as it possibly could with the green bay packers motivate you bring in jordan love guess what you just did you just motivated aaron Rodgers to put up back to back MVPs. so okay check that, that shoot that worked out well we were able to motivate aaron Rodgers. check Educate. We just bought ourselves time with Jordan Love while having Aaron Rodgers play at a high level where he could educate him and get him ready so that when the opportunity comes, he's ready for it instead of having to rush him in. So you motivated Aaron Rodgers. You educated Jordan Love. You alleviated the salary cap pressure by Mm -hmm. making this trade. So you get some of those financial concerns out of the way with this trade. And now you can look at it and say, now we can elevate the entire roster around Jordan Love because we're not going to be paying him nearly what we were paying Aaron Rodgers. So I came up with motivate, educate, eliminate, 
elevate. Like they they accomplished all their goals. I don't know that this could have worked out any better uh, than than it did for the Green Bay Packers. No, I can't. It couldn't have worked out better. And I will say this because a lot of people have kind of poured dirt on the Green Bay Packers. I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers play at a higher level and they kind of become the sneaky team that wins that division. And the reason why is look at the pieces that they have in place. And I know people will talk about where Aaron Rodgers they didn't have wide receivers, but look at the, the strength of that team is the defense should be. Uh, what, eight, eight first-rounders or something on that depth chart on that side of the ball? You then have the ability to change your style offensively where maybe you run it a little more, control the clock, you lean into the defense. Rich Bisacci has done a really good job getting that special teams unit up the snuff. And so if you are Matt LaFleur and you're talking to Jordan Love, you're saying, hey, man, we don't necessarily need you to win it. Just don't lose it. Make a handful of plays every game. We can kind of set this thing up and tee it up for you. So – I know a lot of people have fallen in love with the Detroit Lions, rightfully so. They're excited about Chicago with Justin Fields. You're thinking Kevin O'Connell should be better with the Vikings. I'm just saying, I don't expect the Green Bay Packers to be at the back of the pack. Look for them to be a lot better than people will think. This could be a team that kind of finds its way to win 10 or more games. Yeah, I I agree with you. I, I just I try and look at this and say, okay, maybe they should have given him the heads up. But in terms of the finality of it and what they're able to get in return and having the time to properly develop the quarterback having got the best out of Aaron Rodgers you get out of that deal while you could see conceivably you know the downturn here on the other side of 40 I don't I don't know how this could have worked out any better for these guys I guess maybe if you you would you know had used one of these last couple seasons to win a championship you know to cashed in on one of these MVP level seasons that Aaron Rodgers gave you they weren't able to do that I mean I guess that's the one disappointment but outside of that at the quarterback position, I don't know this could have worked out any better. No, and if Jordan Love just plays, look, he he looked a lot better last year than he did the previous year when he had the one start versus Kansas City. And as he continues to progress and as they continue to find out more about him and the strengths of his game and what makes him tick when it comes to playing and how can we build this around him, this team will play better. It's going to look different than it looked when you have a four-time MVP, but that doesn't mean that the Green Bay Packers automatically have to fall off. I expect this team to play well. No doubt. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll knock out this defensive tackle draft for the 2023 season right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. 
I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. All right, Buck. Well, uh, Nabil reminded me it is your turn to go first here as we go through all these positions. We've been going every other one here. So defensive tackles, again, remind everybody this is not a lifetime achievement award. Uh, but this is what we expect to get out of these players in the coming season. Um, that being said, you have the first overall pick. So because it's not a lifetime achievement award, I'm going to go with my eyes and what I've seen. And what my eyes are telling me is that Chris Jones Ooh. from the Kansas City Chiefs deserves to be the number one defensive tackle off the board. And I know people are talking about Aaron Donald and all the wonderful things that Aaron Donald does. And look, he's terrific. But Chris Jones is an absolute monster in the middle. 15 and a half tackles, uh, 15 and a half sacks last year, 17 tackles for loss. He does it, and he can do it with the versatility that you love from an inside player. We've seen him bounce outside and play defensive end, but he is at his best when he gets an opportunity to wear out an offensive guard. And if you think about building the defense from inside out, I can't think of another player that I would want. If we're talking about right now, Chris Jones from the Kansas City Chiefs. And Chris Jones, as we talked about, has an elite, elite get-off, especially when you put him in there as an interior defensive lineman. He can move up and down, but uh, special, special player. Um, Look, I can't say anything bad about him. I mean, he's a stud. I I have to take Aaron Donald, though. We can't go through the first two picks and not take AD. I know he's coming off of a year uh, where he wasn't healthy, only played 11 games. This is still a three-time defensive player of the year. When he's healthy and out there, he's still unblockable. He commands so much attention. Um, He's going to get two, three guys on him. So whatever his production is, He's also freeing everybody else up to get loose. So uh, I think the overall impact, uh, provided he's healthy, is still there as a big time, big time player. So I can't, you know, we're, if we're not going to take him one, I can't, I can't let him pass it to. I got to take Aaron Donald. 
No, okay, I appreciate that. I mean, I can appreciate that, and I can understand why you want to take him at two. He's been, I mean, he look, he's he's won multiple defensive player of the year. Yeah, you get three of those trophies. I mean, it's not as big I mean, as the golf trophy that I got, but it's, it's a nice it's, trophy. It's, it's, it's not. Nice. It's, it's a nice. It's a nice trophy. And when he's locked in and engaged, like it's he's he's put retirement talks aside, he's ready to play. And so, yeah, I can see him being uh, number two, three. Now we get to have a little fun. Yes, DJ, we do. We get to bring in some names that people haven't really talked about. And I'm going to go because I don't know if you know this, but the Twitterverse knows that I might have had a little beef with this player in the past based on something oh, that I know a couple years ago. So we can go Quentin Williams for got the New York Jets. With, with got a little trouble. Got a little trouble. Got a little trouble based on some stuff. But look, the great thing about being in the evaluation business, it's an ever evolving process. And when you look at what Q was able to do last year, man, nothing short dominant on the inside. He was the one that was pivotal in getting Robert Sala to back off the blitzing, let the front line do it. He played a big part in their success, 12 sacks. Uh, you talk about four passes defense, able to consistently get in the backfield. You think about two forced fumbles and just the sheer dominance that he's been able to display. Because when you look at the Jets, we always talk about how they throw and attack you in waves. Well, it begins and ends with Quentin Williams. His ability to control the line of scrimmage at the point of attack allows them to bring in those other guys. But their best defensive player, I mean, I'll say this, and I like Sauce Gardner, the best defensive player is Quentin Williams. No, I, I think he's one of the hardest guys to find, to find somebody that can do everything he can do, and he's still an ascending player. The contract should be coming soon, I would imagine. Uh, a lot of guys in his class already getting paid. Um, so I would imagine that contract's going to get done soon. Quentin Williams, dominant player. I'm going to go with someone who I believe was in the same class, right? Jeffrey Simmons. Um, Ooh, yeah. Titans. How about that? It's seven and a half sacks last year, but just a dominant player. We saw him, I think it was the Rams game. Was it the opening uh, game mm-hmm. against the Rams? They, they can block him. I mean, he just was unblockable. Uh, so for a team that has been, you know, uh, fa- fairly consistent last year, wasn't the year they wanted, but he has been a key cog in that group there uh, and really kind of fits the physical mold that you're looking for there under Mike Vrabel. I think he's a, he's a hard player to find with his strength, quickness combination he possesses. You know, Quentin Williams, Jeffrey Simmons, to me, I think there's, they're, they're neck and neck. Um, they're very, very similar in terms of the impact that they have. So I'll, I'll go Simmons with my second pick. Whew, man, we, DJ, we are talking about it because th- these interior players that we're going to continue to discuss, the next generation of stars at the position, man, they are – look, they, they don't get enough credit. And so this guy was under the radar for a long time, but we had a chance to see him go to the Super Bowl, Javon Hargrave. And Javon Hargrave inside – out you just talk about the power the explosiveness the way that he is able to dominate i can't wait to see what he does in san francisco because it's not only who he's surrounded by but it's the coaching that he's going to get chris kasarik being able to whisper those sweet nothings in his ear talk about effort and toughness and freeing them up to get after it javon hargrave playing alongside eric armstead and nick bosa problems that's what the San Francisco 49ers front line is going to create because Javon Hargraves is a dominant player on the inside. Do you remember those, I mean, that time where we had the Cowboys and the Niners in the 90s and you had Charles Haley changing teams, you had yeah. Dion, Dion changing teams, how the impact those you know individual players can have. It is the Eagles and the Niners right now. Uh, that could be a notebook thing for you, Buck. I haven't given you a notebook thing in a while. could be, uh, is that is yes. that move enough to tip the balance of power between these two juggernauts in the NFC? I think that's an interesting question. It is an interesting question because the Niners are at their best when they're able to run the football like they want to and they're able to let their front line dominate. Their their front line now is back to the dominant level. Last year, 
really heavily dependent on Nick Bosa. When you bring in an interior player that can dominate like Hargrave, it's going to raise the level of everybody. Eric Armstead to get in the mix. Nick Bosa is always going to do his thing, but it's a more complete, more diverse, and more dynamic front line that Hargrave has joined the team. Be interesting to see, like, if you looked in history of two teams coming off of a uh, championship game matchup, who are like, I would love to see that list. Maybe research could do that for us, but see who the high profile players that have gone from the, the team that lost or from the team that won to the team that lost. And can that be something to maybe, you know, turn the tide in that conference? I mean, those are the two teams in the NFC. That is a big time, big time player. They're going to throw down the middle of that defensive front. Uh, yeah, I'm a big Javon Hargrave guy. No question. All right, this next one's going to pain you. It's going to hurt you because you thought you're going to get him with your next pick. I already know it, but you waited too long, and now your dad is going to be a bigger fan <laughs> of my team than he is of your team because of one of his players in big decks. I'm taking Dexter Lawrence, uh, who has been a monster for the Giants. And one of those guys, when you talk to offensive linemen, like we get a chance to visit with a lot of these guys. Uh, I'm talking to Kelsey for one of them who we had on a, a few weeks back. Like, yeah. They speak in reverence of Dexter Lawrence, of just how big a challenge he was, is on, on a weekly basis. When you see him, he is a dominant run defender who just keeps getting better and better and better as a passer. She had seven and a half sacks last year. Um, as somebody who at that size and that quickness, I mean, he's – to me, I think it's, this sounds crazy because he I was there with him and he was such a great player. I think he's a better version of Haloti. Like, I think he's a better Ooh. player than Haloti was. You know, it's funny because people didn't view Dexter like that. You remember it was a little tad bit yeah. controversial when he was taken in the first round because people were saying, why would you do that for a run stopper, a run stuffer nose tackle? But he's so much more. And Wink Martindale has just absolutely unlocked him by putting him in different spots, letting him sometimes be the nose, the zero technique, and absolutely crush the center. He does that. He also takes advantage of his athleticism and allowing him to kind of work off the edge a little bit. He's on, got on range, guard. man. He's got so much range. Yeah, he's, 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 look, he's a super talented player. And it's funny because when you said it's going to pain me, I thought oh, you were going to take my, Durant, I thought you, yeah. I thought you were take my pick. Yeah, Deron Payne is next from the Commanders. I'm going to go with him. Quietly, DJ, he quietly had like 11 plus sacks last yeah, year. 11 and a half sacks last year. I mean, you, you just don't see big guys who are able to do that. He not only does that, he keeps his, his, his former college teammate, Jonathan Allen, in line when they have these arguments on the sideline, but – you just don't see interior players that can get double-digit sacks in the manner in which he's able to do it. Powerful, uh, runs over offensive lineman on the way to the quarterback. Stout and rugged against the run. He's everything that you want as that interior player. And it's funny that we elected to go with these interior guys because you know what, man. It used to be, hey, you want two edge rushers to do it. Now you need to have an inside guy and an outside guy to really be a dominant defensive line. One of the reasons why Washington is a dominant front line, Deron Payne, his ability to control the middle of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he can really rush, man. Um, what's interesting is in all these other positions that we've done, I feel like, you know, we might like the first four, maybe we shuffle them around a little bit, but we kind of knew who the first four was. And then after that, usually we can go in a lot of different directions. Um, these, I've, I've slotted, I just ranked 10 guys. I'm like, I'll get it. I'm going to get five of these guys. <laughs> My top seven are gone in the seven picks. Like they're all, wow. I feel like we've looked at these guys similarly um, with how we value them. So, uh, my eighth guy will be my eighth pick, and that's going to be DeForest Buckner. Uh, Ooh, nice. As he continues to age, still plays at a very high level. Um, it's just so unique to see a guy at his size um, be able to do what he does. Hopefully they can run him out there for 17 games this next year. 
Um, but he's, uh, again, somebody that can that can win a, every single down, run or pass. Um, you have to account for him. So I'll go Defoe here. Okay, so you go Defoe. I, uh, look, I like the pick, and it's so funny how quickly things change in the National Football League because we were talking about him at one point when he gets to Indianapolis. Like maybe he will emerge as a defensive player of the year candidate. It hasn't worked out to this point, but it hasn't been his fault. He still plays at a high level. I'm going to go now that I took Deron Payne. I'm going to stick with the Alabama theme, and I'm going to go with Jonathan Allen going next because Deron Payne is able to get 11 and a half sacks. Jonathan Allen gives you seven and a half. He's able to come inside, and you think about what Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio like to do. They want to rush forward, drop seven, and allow their front line to eat, and we've seen it. If the commanders get solid offensive play, they're more than good enough for being a playoff team, and so hopefully they'll be able to get that this year with Eric Bieniemy. so then we have a greater appreciation for not only what Deron Payne brings, but what his teammate on the inside, Jonathan Allen, brings as an interior pass rusher. Well, that was my ninth pick. Uh, so literally we've gone just right down the list here, one through nine of, uh, of how I had these guys. Um, so, you know, I've got to go to my 10th guy. I didn't think I would even need to pick my 10th guy. I thought for sure, okay, Buck can be somewhere off. Uh, with You know, we're not going to be aligned perfectly on this. He'll have somebody else, but here we are. Um, so this next one, this is where there was – I thought you had the nine guys. I thought those were the nine. And I thought after that, this was where it really splintered off. And it's just a flavor thing. You know, I love Vita Vea, mm-hmm. um, what he can do, gifted. Um, there's some other players coming off big years. Um, I think Zach Allen's kind of underrated player, getting a chance to see him, yeah. what he does. Really good player. Um, but I'm going to go with, again, what I think is going to happen this year, not last year. This guy last year was not healthy. He only played in 10 games. Wasn't the same as he was as a rookie. But I saw him up close and personal his rookie year and know what he's capable of, and I feel like they're going to get it out of him this year. I'm going to surprise you a little bit. I'm going to take Christian Barmore with the 10th pick. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. because I mean, he played 10 games last year. I think he only had a couple sacks. He's a dominant athlete, man. Anyone who saw, like, near the end of the year when they started kind of playing okay, it was because Barmore was – was in the mix. This is a really good player. Another Alabama guy, a guy who you talked about his dominance and the flashes that he displayed at Alabama. You see some of that stuff in his play. The thing is, you need to give him more opportunities. They are a funny mm-hmm. team when it comes to their pass rush principles and those things. But Christian Barmore is up and coming. He was one of those guys getting ready to watch their uh, – do one of his games his rookie year and just watching the tape. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Kid. Yeah, the power. He's got some juice, man. He's got some big-time explosiveness. So, oh, there you have it. Man, you're right. Alabama heavily uh, heavily recognized here. How about how about just SEC overall? Um, so the non-SEC guys, Aaron Donald, non-SEC. Uh, then we've got Hargrave. Hargrave, yeah, no, Hargrave's non-SEC, obviously. That's two. Um, Dexter was ACC. Defo mm-hmm. was Oregon. But you've got one. Yeah, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six of the ten SEC guys. That's amazing. It's kind of crazy. That's where all those defensive tackles are, man. If you want to get them, that's where you got to go shopping. <clears throat> um, yeah. Anyways, there you go. There's our defensive tackles. Let's uh, let's jump over to some hits and misses before we get out of here today, Buck. You ready? Let's do it. All right, a little different. Uh, this is the 2019 group, and so I wanted to uh, – you know, sometimes I like to get some guys, maybe not at the top of mind players, but interesting where you can have a takeaway from it. So uh, let's go first. Let's go to two hits. I'm going to start us off, Buck. This guy was drafted uh, 51 spots lower than where I had him. So I, I he was my 54th player. 
um, is, a, is a safety, but a versatile player. Five ten seven two ten ran a four four eight, good size. The deep half also plays over the slot. He's got range versus the run, quick read and fill. He can play as a big nickel. He can mirror tight ends. Very very ball aware. So you've got a couple different takeaways here. Number one, two hundred and ten pounds. So he's got some size. He's got the versatility to play uh, in the deep half or as a slot. Um, and really, really instinctive. So I think those are three good takeaways. This guy's been a really good player. He's bounced around a little bit. I think he's on his third team now, Ooh, um, but his yeah, butt has been all a over really good player. I'm all over the place on this one. You're gonna have to help me out. I'm, I'm gonna need to. I'm gonna phone a friend. You need to phone a friend on this. I'm gonna need to right, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a tip. He has played one of. He started out his career with the New Orleans Saints. Von Bell. No. Um, no. He then uh, played in the Super Bowl last year after a trade. Ooh, trade. Who did he trade? Again, Who Big Nickel can play as a safety. Oh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. There you go. Nicely done, oh, man. There you go. Man, New but, I mean, the guy's been a winning player. Now he's in Detroit. But um, I, I think it's interesting with safeties. Like, what are some of the concerns? You talk about guys maybe undersized. Uh, guys who aren't, you know, aren't good tacklers, guys who don't have instincts is probably the number one sign that you're in trouble. But, you know, we've talked about it for a while. You think about playing high as a safety, being a box defender or being a nickel. You got to be able to do two of those three, at least. You can't just be just a high safety, just a nickel, just a box guy. Like to me, it's the versatility of that position is extremely, extremely important. Yeah, versatility is everything. Um, And you have to be able to fill multiple roles because more teams are playing three safety defenses. They are using guys high, low, nickel. Uh, you want sometimes you want a big nickel, sometimes you want a small nickel. And so the more you can bring to the table certainly gives you a chance to not only carve out a nice career, but to be a, a, a key playmaker in a defense. Um, all right, next one up here. I told you I was going a little obscure with this. All right, this one will be interesting for you. So this is one, I'm counting this as a hit because Buck, this, this is a wide out who was my 188th player. Ooh. 188th. He was 5086, 188, ran 4-3-1. Um, he went 62 spots higher than I had him graded, so I was not a big fan. Slot, short stepper, has some uh, speed, quickness in and out, lots of double moves, fly sweeps. He had a very inconsistent senior bowl, and he's a body catcher. So there's your... There's your red flags. Undersized, body catcher, bad senior bowl. But this guy went in the, uh, let's see, he was picked in the top 70 picks, Buck. Top 70 picks. And was top a, 70 picks. Ooh. He was a, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this. He was a second-round pick. It's unbelievable. You had, him one, you had him 180? 188. He went in the second round, and he's been a bust. Mm. He's been a bust. Uh, Miko Harmon? Nope. No, no, no. He's he's still around. He signed with the Jets. No, I don't. DJ, I'm. I'm looking around. Ooh, undersized. Um, oh, did not play in a Power Five. You got to give. You, Went to an AFC West team in the yeah. desert in the second round. Oh, Andy. Andy so, Isabella. Isabella. Andy Holy Isabel. God. He went in the second round, Buck. He couldn't, he didn't have consistent hands. He wow. was undersized and had inconsistent hands. Like that's a those are two things that don't go well together. 
Okay. Let's see if you notice. What yeah. team is Andy Isabella on now? Oh gosh. Is he on the, he's not on the Eagles, is he? No. I think they do this on TNT. They ask him where they're in the league. Yeah. He is on he's on the Baltimore Ravens. Is he really? Is he is yeah. he? Is he Isabella? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. undersized, super, super fast, undersized body catchers. I mean, think about that. You've got a limited strike zone with the size, and now we can't catch the ball outside our body. Like that's a problem. Yeah, that was man, that as you said, that was a little rich. I do remember watching him in the senior ball. It, not a great week. No, not a great week. Newer's fast though, super fast track. Yes. Guys. Okay. All right. Now that's those are pat on the back uh, back moments. Now I can talk about how I'm a dummy. Let's get to two misses here. Uh, this one is a safety. Um, he was 5'11", 205 pounds, ran four four five. I compared him to Keanu Neal. Uh, this guy plays like an assassin, high safety, flies downhill, uh, quick pedal, quick trigger. He can cover in the slot, plays 100 miles an hour. I question his hands and playmaking ability, uh, but loved his physicality. He was a first-round pick, and it hasn't hasn't been a great fit workout for him i think he may be on team three now oh first round pick was it didn't work out for him mm. nothing repeat repeat your little thing because i'm looking yes yeah yep. so hair has to be no Nikhil, right? no oh, i compared oh, him to keanu neal uh again five oh, one three two oh. five physical big hits like had splash splash hits i think he's been fine oh jonathan spent. abram Thank you very much. Yeah. Jonathan Abram. I don't know why I think you are. I love Jonathan Abram. I love his game, but that changed it for me too, which was like, okay, this, what he does best is not rewarded anymore. You know, big splatter hits like that's not, can't play like that. No, you can't play. Yeah. You can't play with those guys anymore. It's unfortunate. Like the thing about him, he, he was so limited a little bit in coverage, but man, when you watched him on tape, he was just all over the place. He's so fast. Yeah. Knockout shots and, and all of this other stuff. My, he was my 23rd player. He was the 27th pick, so that's going to be a miss on my end. All right, let's get to another one here. Let's go wide receiver. Uh, 6-2 even, 225, ran 4-4-9. Um, he uh, had 40 contested catches the last two years, which I always look at that and say, mm. good thing, bad thing, right? You're not separating. Uh, red zone animal, post-up player, basketball family background. Uh, he's quick and sudden, but he's stiff. He wins early off the line and tracks the ball really well. But so the, uh, you know, he was someone that went in the second round. I had him eight spots over where he got picked. So I had him as, you know, my in the bottom of my top 50. Uh, but you've got this physicality there, but you have somebody with stiffness and contested catches. Like I think that if you look at contested catches, you can, you can go glass half full. Wow, look at all the acrobatic contested catches and you go glass half empty you go oh this guy's not getting away from anybody uh mm. and the, the stiffness i think was the one that he just that couldn't overcome i believe he's changed positions now i think he's actually a tight end oh i is this jj orsega whiteside yes yes it is nicely done he's still in the league i believe so yeah somebody i think the eagles yeah had, oh had tight end and some i don't know if where he is now the, but I, he's now with the atlanta falcons did they list him as a tight end or a wideout? Mm. Right now they say I have him as wideout, but I I get what you're yeah. saying. He's he's yeah. making that transition. Yeah. So, Never, but again, yeah. like that, 
the stiffness to me is like it, it, let's 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 give you the greatest example of a successful stiff wide receiver. Uh, DK Metcalf's the best tight receiver in the NFL. Well, DK Metcalf is a freak. Fourth low four three speed at his size, like that absolute freak. So you don't need him to run a full complement route. You can do his damage, you know, run on runaways, you know, slants, goes, posts, like he can do all of his damage. Quick hitters that let him run with the ball in his hands. Like being a really, really refined route runner working back. Mm-hmm. You don't need to when you're a freak. Well, if you're not, if you're just, you know, solid athletically uh as a route runner, and then you have stiffness, it's a I don't want to say it's a death sentence, but it's very difficult, man. It's hard to overcome. It's hard to overcome, like, the lack of fluidity when you're a white eye. Like, we've seen some guys do it. I would say Mike Evans is a little stiff, but he's yeah. so explosive and straight line guy, and he has a, a special quality. But, yeah, it's hard. If you can't get in and out, and big guys tend to have a tougher time doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And it's hard to imagine, like, like the funny thing about our Sega white side is, again, can he ever be big enough to be a tight end? Or will he always just be the jumbo wide out? Yeah, just tough, tough, tough. There you go. But I I think that the hits and misses are good, not only because we can all make fun of me for missing on players, but I think it's I think there's lessons. You can take lessons on why some of these guys worked out, and you can take lessons on maybe why they didn't. Yeah, no, it's 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 such an interesting deal. Like watching all of this stuff, like just watching how people progress over time. And normally, DJ, everyone knows it takes about three or so years for us to figure out how long Mm -hmm. if you can play or not. And then that's why we we kind of grade the way we grade. But don't you, I mean, I'm sure you do the same thing. Like there's these little Easter eggs. You find them in your, in your reports and you're like, ah, man, that, that was, I had that, that I had, I had that to. little piece of information there. I should have, that should have trusted my grade. Yeah. I should have trusted, should have trusted myself. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, all right, Buck, anything else you want to add before we jump out of here? No, it's fun. We got another one coming later in the week. Should be a lot of fun. Yep. Uh, be on the lookout for that. No more golf tournaments for me this week. That's it. You know, if I, if I retire, I retire as a champion. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Go out on top. Go out I on mean, top. I shank so many that. to the point where it just had gone so downhill towards the end where they're like, it's just, they're like, you're, you, you've lost it. I'm like, I know. It's, <laughs> they gave me, they gave me for playing in the tournament. They gave you six balls for winning the tournament. They gave us, you know, like in part of their little gift package was like three of these pro V, you know, pro V ones, like the real nice oh, yeah. balls. Right. So they gave me nine golf balls. And at the little ceremony thing, I leaned over to my buddy. I said, hey, they still owe me 21. I think I lost about 30 <laughs> balls. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you guys hanging with us, Nabil. Uh, always doing a wonderful job as uh, the producer of this fine podcast. Appreciate you hanging with us. And we'll see you next time right here on Movement Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish spring body wash and bar soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.